Hey, welcome to uh, Cardinal Cast. This is uh, your host, Dave Hargadon, and uh, we're glad to bring these uh, podcasts back. And uh, we've got uh, a great lineup of podcasts for the next uh, probably the next six months. And uh, we're here with uh, our administrator, Justin Smith. And uh, we also just a uh, shout out to our sound engineers, uh, Alex Minnie and Travis Morrow, who make this stuff possible. And so, Justin, welcome to uh, Cardinal Cast again. It's uh, mid year through the 17 uh, 18 school season. Can you believe it? It's hard to believe, Mr. Argadon. I'm, and, I'm happy to be here. And uh, and so I thought we'd uh, start off with this is, you know, every uh, year, mid-year, at least for the last, I think, two years, we've sent out uh, a mid-year parent school survey. And I know people are still kind of out there filling that out, but we've had a chance to kind of dive into some of these things. Um, what kind of uh, things are you learning from the mid-year survey? Yeah, I appreciate you uh, touching on that and, and the plug for parents to fill those out. Absolutely. Um, it, it is really helpful. We do value their input and, um, you know, so, and hopefully they trust that we're going to do something if there are concerns and, you know, that type of thing. But yeah, we, you see year in and year out, uh, similar patterns, right? Um, if, when there's praise for a teacher, often it's because of the communication, uh, the care shown for a child, yeah. um, and just their, their excellent, excellence, of course, in the, the content area as well. Um, as far as a school collectively, you know, the, um, emphasis from our parents and we measure this in many ways, but it's all, you know, safety, communication, um, and just being a, you know, a positive place where their, their kids want to be. Um, and so, you know, I don't know that I've noticed any trends, um, that are unusual, you know, parents have the ability to also give us feedback for specific teachers. Uh, and we do take that very seriously and we'll use that in terms of, um, both encouraging teachers as well as helping them, make corrections and adjustments in, in areas that they need to improve in. So, yeah, um, again, I, communication is, is almost always at the top yeah. of the list. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we want clear information, timely, easy to access. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it's interesting to me that, you know, for our vast followership out there, uh, uh, people who want to know how to run a, a small Christian school, and I mean, we're not small anymore, but, uh, you know, we bend over backwards to communicate in a number of different um, forms and methods. And so we send out, you know, you send out uh, two emails a week that come from kind of your office. And uh, uh, you have parents sending out, uh, teachers sending out uh, emails. And then we, um, for example, we have this podcast and now we have an app yeah. and, you know, we have our website. And, and so we're trying, and then uh, this morning we recorded our first video of our business meeting. Yep. And so we're trying to hit every conceivable possible angle to communicate as well as, as we can. But even as I thought about some of the questions we got from our business meeting uh, today is I realized, man, we still have some areas to grow on with communication, communicating yeah. the right things. Well, it's also um, there are different, you know, you've, what you've described and what we work on, of course, um, is kind of one way communication, right? We are delivering information, um, yeah, right. which is very important. And we try to get everything out there we can. And, but there's also this element of two-way communication that is, um, you know, it, we talk about it being a partnership between the school and home. And so the two-way communication, you know, if a parent emails, are we getting back within 24 hours? Mm. Um, th and that's really, really important. And not just back, you know, to placate them, but really engaging and, and communicating well, um, hearing them, understanding what it is they're communicating them responding in a way that reflects um, our care for their kids and, and that we've heard them and, and want to work with them. So, yeah, I think that um, both of those aspects um, are important. Um, and, you know, for some, 
you communicate and it's too much because I'm getting, you know, 500 emails a week. We try to work, you know, you try to find that sweet yeah. spot. All right. Um, or the information's too long. You know, I can't read your weekly update. Five paragraphs is too long. You lost me after the first three sentences, you know, those type of things. So, yeah, just trying to, um, again, find uh, the, the platform, but also the type of communication that is going to be best for our parents. So, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I found if I send an email on Saturday mornings, it's, you know, most likely to be read, you know, because I never send out all school emails. But mm. uh, but that also requires me to have that yeah. thing proofed by a bunch of people before we send it out. It's hard yeah. to find people. I'm, I'm not going to read your email no, on Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I've realized that over <laughs> yeah, the years. I, I was going to say, I thought we... <laughs> By the way, one thing, one, one, thing, <laughs> one thing I admire about you, Mr. Smith, is you are uh, able to compartmentalize your weekends in a mm. way that uh, I, I think is admirable. I, I, I wish I could do it. I, I, I have a hard time balancing some of the other mm. jobs that I have, but uh, I really appreciate the fact that you dedicate you know, your weekends to your family. And it and, uh, doesn't mean that you don't. I mean, I know you scan some of them that, that come yeah. the weekend, but uh, <laughs> you're, you're very, very good at that. So. Oh, um, well. Uh, let's uh, maybe switch topics to something that's kind of pas- a passion of mine. I uh, wish I could write a book on it, but it's uh, kind of the topic is complacency. Mm. And, um, and, you know, in all my years in law enforcement, and I still see it today when I'm teaching is, you know, complacency is a killer uh, for, and it, it can be for an individual, it can be for mm. an organization. And um, so with that said, what areas are you looking uh, forward to, to improve the school kind of with the, the kind of the thought process that we have not arrived yet. So what kind of things do you think are going to be on the future for Woodland Christian School? Yeah, so I think it all is, uh, you know, uh, driven by our, our mission statement, educating and preparing students for college and Christian life um, for the glory of God. And when we had this opportunity to reset and, and when it's been my responsibility to be a part of administration, um, I, I know that I've always wanted this to be a school that is, has a great academic uh, rec- reputation and performance um, that is a college preparatory school where the majority of our students are, are college-minded um, in whatever form of college that looks like, but we're getting them ready for that. Um, and that we're you know excellent in the things that we do um, and that we provide a full school experience. So while we did a ton of work, you know, nine, eight, nine years ago to, to even make these major inroads there, um, there are each and every year are areas in there that we can grow. So um, as it relates to this uh, college prep, you know, one thing that we've been talking about and working on for years has been the music program yeah. in the last few years. So, um, you know, we have to get that done. I've, we've got something lined up and just want to really create some band opportunities for students that are going to be um, engaging and, and will develop their mind. I mean, music is a, a great way to do that. I know you played um, yeah. an instrument in yeah. your life and actually the two guys helping us, our sound engineers have, have been uh, participants in band programs. Um, and so we want students to be able to do that here. And I think um, we're going to pull that off. So that's uh, very, very important to us. Um, we keep adding sports programs. Um, we're adding boys volleyball um, in the spring, which yeah. is, you know, pretty cool. We added soccer, boys soccer last year at the high school level. And what we're adding boys volleyball, actually the middle school and high school. And so, um, yeah, always trying to in- improve and increase those opportunities for our students. Um, FFA, of course, continues to grow. So definitely some of these extracurriculars um, we're looking to improve and, and grow on. Um, and then facility-wise, I mean, hmm. we always have remodel and improvement projects every summer to make it feel like a more complete and desirable campus to be on as well. And so yeah. 
but man, you know, every area you can get complacent in. Yeah, you can right. get complacent in um, staff development. You can get complacent in hiring. You can get complacent in marketing. You can get complacent in st- student discipline and management, um, maintenance of the facilities and grounds, um, yeah, right. you know, chapels. I mean, yeah, it, you cannot be, get comfortable at all in any area or yeah. you're, um, you're losing ground, you know, but it happens naturally, right? There's a yeah. reason there's so many of these books written and, and there's so many of these trainings because, you know, Hey, you got to fight complacency. Well, it, there wouldn't be that much material if it wasn't something that can naturally creep in. So, yeah. and I think yeah. it's a mindset of kind of self-awareness and, you know, uh, or maybe I should ask you, do you think it's a mindset? Uh, I mean, obviously as Christians, we believe, you know, we're bent towards sin and, you know, we can make this Theological, uh, yeah. but uh, but is it uh, something that uh, people can control? I think so. Yeah, there um, there's something that a lot of business folks and um, pastors you know you talk about having a growth mindset. Um, I, in fact, I'm preparing for a chapel message at the high school in a few weeks, and I'm doing Philippians one, and it's you know that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion, and mm-hmm. this idea that you it's you're never completed, and um, so there, you got to be able to take comfort in knowing that. You know, sometimes if we think, okay, I got to get to A from B, so when I get to A, I'm good. Yeah. Well, then you get to A and you go, oh gosh, what's you know, where's where do I go from here? And so it's kind of this idea that um, my my journey to A or to where I want to go is going to be lifelong, and um, I'm just gonna we're just gonna keep getting better. And as a school, we it's that way. We we tangibly can see areas that we always need to get better in. And so um, you have to be comfortable with that. You can't get frustrated in doing yeah. that. And I'd say in our personal lives as well, like. You know, I, I have so many areas in my personal life that I'm, um, yeah. you know, I'm always, I know I can improve in, yeah. um, whether it's patience or, you know, what, whatever it is. And so um, you just have to go, okay, I'm not, I'm not there yet, yeah. but I'm going to keep working and working and working. And because yeah. um, you also don't want to be, get, you know, super frustrated and discouraged and give up if you don't get where you want to be. Right? right. So, yeah, you have that growth mindset and you just have to, um, you know, have friends that can hold you accountable if you're not. Yeah, you know, you're not accepting that, and or if you're being lazy and complacent, <laughs> they kick, kick you in the rear. And yeah. you know, we have parents that will do that for for me as an yeah, administrator right, right, right. if we get that place and yeah. staff. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Hey, what do you think? Uh, speaking of, you know, we're you mentioned music, and uh, we talked about this a little bit during our business uh, uh, video. Is um, what do you see as the most kind of pressing needs uh, for Woodland Christian? That's an excellent question. You know, if we look at um, our needs being met, um, I certainly feel like, at least right now, you know, God, God, God has met our needs. Um, I think all of us want, would love more out of the campus, right? I mean, we would love a gym. We would love a performing arts building. We would love, uh, you know, a learning center. We would love the preschool over here. I mean, these yeah. are our major projects. Um, we have classroom space for the kids. We have a nice, clean, um, you know, I think a great facility on this 26 acres. So, um, pressing needs um now that we've added more classrooms um gosh it, it's it's so hard i mean because you have a vision for all these buildings right yeah so i see all the athletics and community functions and things that could happen in the gym and i go gosh we got to have it then i see the chapels and yeah. the music and the dramas and things that can go on in our performance building go gosh we got to have that and then you think of learning center and uh, elementary robotics program and art and um reading and guests coming and i go gosh we got to have that <laughs> you know yeah, and, right. and the preschool being over here of course and more space for preschool families so i think it's hard I'm, I'm just trying to be evasive in that question you know the answer yeah um but yeah I, th- I think it's all those things but um yeah the most pressing need is just to keep 
improving the core of what we do. That's delivering great instruction to the families yeah, and the kids. Right. Very good. Hey, um, so Alex is here doing some sound engineering. Alex is yep. uh, a senior and he's uh, already, I think, been accepted to, uh, to Biola, right? Uh, uh, through their music program, right? And uh, so what advice do you have for high school students that are looking at colleges and careers? Like if you're going to coach mm -hmm. up, you know, Alex or you're saying, hey, you know, don't, not, don't choose Alex, but, uh, you know, what advice do you have to give them when they're looking at colleges and trying to figure out what they want to do in life? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. I think it really um, falls in line with what makes our school special, I think, in a lot of ways for high schoolers. Um, I don't think I would have the same answer hmm. for every student. You know, there's no, um, there's no necessarily specific roadmap. You know, Alex, uh, if we're, if he's here and, you know, I don't know if he'll listen to me, but no, <laughs> um, you know, for Alex, it, it's going to be different maybe than for someone else. You know, he has a real heart for music. He's been involved in a lot of ministry. Um, God may have a plan for his life in, in those areas. You know, um, I do encourage students to develop, um, skills, you know, to really er try to earn a degree or, or get some training that will, they'll leave with a marketable skill. Yeah. So, you know, um, and having been a political science communication major, I do remember graduating going, okay, what do I know how to do? <laughs> you right. know, exactly. Like what, you know, where, if I'm, yeah. So, and, and, you know, not just taking my own, you know, that's my own issue, I guess, but, um, but seeing, then getting my master's in business administration and, and really feeling like I got some more tangible skills, you know, to, to apply there. And, and so, yeah, I do encourage students, you know, if they're, if they're between, you know, I'm going to be a, you know, I want to be a, maybe, I don't want to even name any majors in case that would offend anyone, but, you know, try to get as much technical expertise in an area as you can. Um, yeah. And you can do the other stuff more easily. It's much more difficult to add technical knowledge, know-how skills, um, and, you know, with a different type of major preparation. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that that's definitely a thing. And then I, I tell them, you know, um, really it's about who you are and how you connect with others. You know, that's why we have the career day, right? I mean, right. be someone that someone will want to have working for them. Don't be entitled, work as, you know, be the hardest worker there, um, have a great attitude and realize that it's your job to add value to whatever organization you're with. And if you have that mindset rather than what can the organization just do for me, right. then I think you got to step up on a lot of people yeah, nowadays, right? right? Yeah, I would um, totally, totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, so those so. are things I, I encourage them. And um, and then use their summers wisely, try to get internships and get involved in things. Yeah, and it's hard also for students, uh, at least it seems like it is, you know, because there is such a drive to play sports uh, or to be involved in these, you know, mm. uh, club sports primarily. Uh but yet we want them to go get a job. Uh, you know, there's, you know, summer homework, you know, just a yeah. variety of things that compete. And so uh, if, if you were to go back and do do it all over Ooh. again, oh. uh, would you... I don't know if would, I want to go through that again. Would, would, you, would you lean towards uh, competitive sports year-round or would you hmm. uh, opt for getting a, a job over the summer? Yeah, it's a great question and, and one that is, again, personal. I think for me, I did really fall into the, um, you know, sports is everything. Really my hierarchy was, you know, sports, um, romantic relationships probably in high school. And then, um, probably that's, that's work. For, that's for another podcast. But yeah. We'll yeah. No, it. we don't want to waste time on that. But then, um, then, you know, I did have a job and I, um, and then school was something that, um, I did not 
commit myself to is I, I would love to go back and do that again. And uh, that's something I'm passionate about with our students, uh, making the most of the brain and intellectual gifts that God's given you and, and the most of the classes you have. But I would, yeah, like my son, right? He, um, he's four now and he, I played football and basketball, um, was captain of those teams in high school. Not that I, you know, not, that's not, but that's how into it I was. Yeah, right? right. Well, he, um, he really is not gravitated towards sports or competitive sports, you know, and uh, we took him to the Rocknasium in Davis, you know, he did right. some rock. He loved it. Um, he loves his Legos. Um, and I really don't care if he gets involved in competitive sports. Um, not that I would, would mind it. I mean, if he right. finds a passion interest, but I want to, I, I think um, filling your time with positive things is good. I think if your goal of competitive sports is that I'm going to, Use this to, um, you know, learn discipline, to learn teamwork, to um, enjoy and have fun with, with friends. Those are good things. Yeah. If you're doing competitive sports because I have to get a college scholarship and I have to go to the NBA or I got to go play professionally, then I think that's just a, um, yeah. That, which was my mindset. You know, I, I made bets in middle school. Hey, I'll bet you hundred dollars I'm going to play in the NBA. You know, yeah, right. I of course didn't even come close to that. You know, my life's been fine, but uh, yeah, right. but yeah, I think just having the proper perspective would be great. Um, I would love to go back and and do it that way and uh, take advantage more so of the academic opportunities that were available. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've been together, you know, since two thousand nine, uh, and you kind of look back at that uh, that time. What have been some of the uh, kind of from your perspective, the the kind of the highlights hmm. of 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 your time in ministry, and what have been some of the greatest challenges uh, for you? Oh man, you're gonna make me uh, emotional here on the the call. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really have. There's so many highlights. It's t- it's tough to um to share them all. I and so I often draw on recent examples, right? Yeah. So I got a um card, or or actually I ran into an alumni's mom. Um, Billy Bunn, one of our former students, Travis, one of Travis' classmates, um, who, you know, just got married. And um, I was asked by another one of my first students to DJ their wedding this summer. And I've DJed, you know, uh, others. You know, I, just, I mean, yeah. being, I guess, being invited into or shared with the important parts of the lives of our students and families, um, that is like incredible. You know, and Billy had some very kind things to say. He wrote me a, a letter. I wrote him you know, right. one as well. And, um yeah, so the, I mean, that's gosh, that's what it's all about. I mean, I've got a um, another alum who I worked extensively with as a coach, and uh, tried to you know kind of take him under my way, and you know, and he's married now, and he's in ministry, and he, um, you know, just yeah, always wanting to um, try to positively impact lives. So being able to see the fruit of that, um, yeah. you know, we've got families like uh, you know the Trafkins and. Uh, Bailey's, if people read my updates, you know, Patrick is in need of a kidney transplant. We got a a school mom, uh, Kristen Bailey, who's going to be providing that for him. I mean, so, you know, I'll I'll try to be at the, not that they need me there, but, you know, being able to visit the hospital and just support and pray and encourage. We have to pray with the Trafkins. And um, I mean, that, that's real life. You know, we've obviously experienced the loss of a couple of students and, um, those are really, really hard. You know, those are challenges. Um, you know, anytime we have to make kind of final decisions with students and Hey, it's not a great fit and not working out, you know, at the school, those are really tough times as well, you know? And, um, yeah, but I, you know, nine years ago, gosh, the challenges were great, right? Um, seemed like nobody wanted me doing the job that I was given, and uh, and uh, we were kind of hanging on, right? And financially, had a lot of um, what seemed like insurmountable challenges at the time, and yeah. 
Yeah. So that, you know, putting in, I mean, what our board meetings would go to midnight and yeah. they'd be twice a week. Yeah. You know, right. I literally was working like 90 hours a week. Right. You know, yeah. and that's, and just because you want it, we wanted this thing to work. So yeah. Bad, right. You know? and, yeah. Um, yeah. I almost feel guilty when I only have one or two school events a week. <laughs> you know, like, gosh, I'm only putting in 55, 60 hours this week. Yeah, I feel right. like, uh, you right. know, yeah. I was all this free time. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So the, you know, yeah. So uh, something that um, I've noticed is the probably the last three or four uh, school board meetings, there have been kind of more and more parents uh, coming. Not a lot, but more. Yeah. And, um, and so uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so we've always um, had this kind of, uh, you know, we've stated we, we're all about transparency and we want parents involved and to know what's going on, right? So that's why we make the board meetings public right now for four years nobody came to any of them yeah, right? right and and you know you hope that means that folks trust you and, and you hope that their presence now doesn't mean that they don't you know um i think the parents have shared you know we just would love you know we we want to take some responsibility for our kids education and we want to be involved and want to know what's going on and we do allow them opportunity to provide some input at the meetings um, and they've provided some great input so I, I welcome it. I mean, it, it is one of those rubber meets the road type of things, right? I mean, are yeah. you really committed to transparency? Are you really committed to parents um, providing feedback? It, it, you know, I mean, there's always a sense of like, um, oh gosh, you know, I hope, <laughs> I hope everything's okay, yeah, <laughs> right? right? You know, and um, right. and uh, but I think if you can, you know, you get through that uh, quickly, and you know, you just hope that everybody's best interests um, are for the kids and for the school. Yeah. You know, people may approach that slightly differently, but I, I'd say I mean, we haven't had anything where people are on totally different pages or yeah, right. upset with the decision that we've made, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and even if that day comes, you just hope everybody's operating with the best interest of the kids in mind. Yeah, um, right. And, yeah, I, I really value it. I mean, a lot of our really great ideas have come from our school parents. Yeah, we have totally. amazing parents, so I want we want their ideas. We want their thoughts and, and their input. And right. I was telling you today, we did our business meeting recording and um i love educating parents on exactly how this place works yeah because it's um i think it's fascinating and right. i think it's unique as a business model and as an organization yeah you know and and to see it scale now and uh, and just comparing it to a lot of other you know again organizations businesses that that people run you know you you see similarities and, and of course there are a lot of differences so yeah right yeah i I welcome it. I will yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it's been great. And uh, they, it's uh, it's great to see parents who are showing an interest. And uh, even the questions that we got for our business uh, meeting uh, video were great. And, and, uh, and you know, as I kind of wrap this uh, podcast up, I would just say that, uh, you know, we, um, you know, enjoy the opportunity to share what's going on with the school. Uh, we encourage parents and students if they have questions to to come ask. We're we're certainly not perfect. We don't, you know, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's great to share what's going on and to share the good things that are going on. And so, um, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, spend some time with us on Cardinal Cast. Uh, I hope this isn't the last time uh, right. for for a while. But uh, we'll uh, we'll continue to connect and see what God does with the school. Thank you, Mr. Hargadon. Thank you, Travis and Alex as well. Yeah, appreciate and, it. Uh, so for our, our listeners, we got a good lineup uh, coming up in the next couple months. Uh, it only gets better from it, here. It, it does get better. We got a. Oh wow! Good, thanks. Okay. It, yeah, no. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Got yeah. a couple of heartstring <laughs> stories that we're going to be sharing, and uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be interviewing the uh, chief of police and the chief of the fire department for Woodland uh, here in the coming months. And uh, Very cool. hopefully get in, involved in a little bit of things that are going on with the city. And so it's more than just school. It's an educational opportunity. And we know that uh, Alex and Travis will be listening even when they go off to school. And, and Travis is always here. So from all of us here at Cardinal Cast, we thank you. And we uh, wish you guys a good week. 